Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the bullpen uh, today, everybody. My name's Les Bogler, joined by my brother, Lauren Bogler here. And, and uh, our guest today is... Uh, Matt Lowry from Burwell, Nebraska. And before we kind of get started, just want to make sure everybody kind of knows, understands what uh, this bullpen podcast is all about. Uh, we represent uh, Vogler Seaman Center, Nebraska Bowl Service, and Vogler Cattle are, are three of our businesses. But what we want to do uh, is we want to promote our customers because without, uh, without our customers, without them succeeding, uh, Lauren and I's business, the SEMA Center Nebraska Bowl Service, uh, Vulgar Cattle, we probably we wouldn't be here. So our goal with this whole podcast and and is uh, to mo- promote our great friends and customers and help them promote uh, their businesses. So today uh, we have uh, from Burwell, Nebraska, like I mentioned, Matt Lowry. You want to give good morning, Matt. You want to give us a little information about yourself? Good morning. Uh, absolutely, a hundred percent is is a pleasure to be here. Um, and as you said, and you brought something, uh, you just said something to me that was very interesting as is me being a customer. And I never, uh, I never viewed myself as being your customer. I viewed it more of uh, what you guide was guys did was a tool for my program. And 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 for those that that really don't know me, I am in the cow business. We run about six hundred head of cows and calves, and then uh, and everything for the last uh, seven years has been a total one hundred percent AI program. And so you guys are a very key integral part of my program. Uh, and I'm sure you probably know that as much semen as we cart in and out of there. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's not only that. It's uh, it's it's just with all of the customers and all of the people within the the state of Nebraska. I mean, yes, we're kind of in the same business. We're a service to the people and the cattlemen in the state of Nebraska and surrounding states. Right, exactly, and that's uh, that. That's a key part because you know Nebraska. I don't know number wise, but what are we? Probably number two or three in the country, cow number wise. I think we're number three right now. Or three, yeah. And then I also looked at something, um, and I don't know if I got this correct, but there are certain counties in Nebraska: Cherry County, Lincoln County, two or three. There are some some of the top counties in the whole. United States as far as cow numbers. Yep. So. As far as Nebraska, we we have, I believe, uh, the top three cow counties. Of course, Cherry County is being the largest cow county in the world, and then Holt County and Sheridan County and Custer County are, I think, in the top four, I believe, but if not in the top six. So there's this state revolves around a beef cow. Right, exactly. It is, you know, it's the corner of your state, the beef state, whatever, you know, it's... Uh, it's it's probably the, it is the number one industry in the state. So Matt, I mean, so so what uh, what type of breed of cattle do you do you raise? You know, uh, predominantly pretty much Angus cows. Uh, there's a little bit of Semitol back in those cows. Uh, I'm not so much about a breed as mm-hmm. I am a good one. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't care what color, what kind, what size. I represent a lot of people. Yeah. And 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 if you believe in what you do, and if you have the heart and the passion. For what kind of cattle you breed, exactly, I one hundred percent will 
back you and represent your cattle just the way you want them represented. Because I believe that's that's how it should be. If everyone sees one a little bit differently, as long as they're a good one, I don't really care. Well, yeah, that's and that's exactly right. That's a lot of people, you know, in our business. A lot of people come say, "Well, what do you have for good bulls?" Well, quite honestly, when they walk in to our stud, all these bulls are good. Uh, we can't. Uh, really say which one's better than the other one as long as they're in there and they're producing good semen they're all good bulls absolutely so and it doesn't matter whether it's a hereford and angus charley simital Wagyu, scottish highlander whatever it everybody's got their own niche and and what they and what they want to raise and do and, and it's great and that's uh that really is the cool thing about being in the beef industry we can uh each kind of pick our own segment and go and go from there and try to make it work so but uh Tell us a little bit about growing up. You grew up in Burwell, Nebraska. The family's been there and ranched there for over 130 years. So I have some I have some history there. Um, the roots run very very deep in the ranching business, and and even today, uh, it started with my great grandfather. My grandfather passed away in uh, 1987, uh, and then uh, he had three brothers, and the family is all ranched there, and they still ranch there today. I lost my dad in 2007, mm. and so it's my mom and myself and and the rest of my family is there and and so we're still in the cow business we're still ranching there we have zero crops uh it, it's a hundred percent it's a hundred percent grass operation and and so we're there and we're trying to uh, we're just like all the rest of you we're trying to figure out how to make a living in the cow business in nebraska with yeah. uh, property taxes being oh, what it is yeah and, and, yeah we uh, all just yeah we all just bit that bullet here a couple weeks ago yeah so uh yeah so what i mean how's this year this year weather-wise has sucked I mean, just to be honest, it's it, it's been horrible. It, <laughs> where I'm at, uh, I kind of I kid about it, but I grew up in the blowouts and the swamps, and, 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 and that's what it is. I mean, the, the hills are light, the bottoms are wet, and, and, and it's been that way since August of 2017. We have had an excessive amount of rain, and, and we were very fortunate because what we do, we run everything over as a yearling operation, so I don't. I, and with the sale schedule and labor situation being the way it is, it's hard to find labor. And so we decided yeah. to calve late. In fact, we moved the cows uh, even later. We're going to start breeding here in a couple of weeks. And so really? uh, oh, wow. I have I, so I bound and determined so you're to yeah. turn back into a fall calving yep, operation. Yep, I am bound and determined to go check cows in a T-shirt. There so. you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Laura and I aren't quite that smart yet. We're yeah. January and February when it's colder than son of a gun out there i've seen it done i find it bizarre yeah <laughs> it is but actually that way you're kind of utilizing that summer grass and doing that for the, and then but you you pretty much run your cows you you have them on grass year round then or what do you what what do you what do you do in the winter time to supplement um, them cows because uh, <coughs> excuse me we've kind of tried to to modify it i'm, I'm kind of in the middle i'm not a i'm not a late spring i'm not really a fall we've kind of decided to calve in a july and august because of where we're at we've yeah. got some big cottonwood trees we've got some shade mm-hmm. um we're gonna try it anyway and uh, my thought process is an early weaning and then the cows will go down and they'll go back on turnips about by the first of the year okay so we aren't feeding those cows and get them off the payroll and then we'll uh we'll run those calves over we'll put them on grass for a while and they'll show up at the bassett barbecue auction in uh in july at bassett livestock auction awesome so so you say you mentioned you run those cows on turnips do you get those i mean uh and that's been a great cover crop or whatever we're starting to utilize 
some of that back here in the eastern part of the state. Uh, how how do you seed that? Do you do you get that flown in? Do you do you drill it, or or how do you plant your? Do you have anything else that you grow with the turnips? Or actually, to tell you the truth, the cows actually go down kind of in your part of the world. They go down by York, Waco, okay. and Gresham, and yep. and, uh, and and they uh, they graze. Uh, cover crops there where seed corn was planted and so we do have to put some wheels underneath of them to get them there but uh as high as what hay is cost and and, uh and i don't foresee it being any better this year no no it's been a really good thing for our operation it's something that's probably saved us about a hundred dollars a cow by the time we've gotten done and and another thing it really plays into the genetic part of it because when those cows come back they're they're in excellent condition they're excellent condition when they calve and they go right into spring and um they just don't miss a beat no, that's it's, it's exactly right. That's why this whole the whole cover crop thing, I think it's it's so good for the soil and it's good for the cows and and it's just you know, the whole the whole aspect of it is uh, it's it's cost effective. You know, we can we can get them out there and graze that and, and the turnips. You know, from what I understand, that I mean, the cows will go down and you come come out there sometimes, and their noses are all muddy, but because they're actually pulling them turnips up out of the ground, which helps aerate the soil and it's good for the soil. And then obviously the cow, they're out there in these cornfields, they're adding fertilizer back to the fields. So, which is, I mean, it's it's a hundred percent good thing in, in in my idea. Absolutely, and uh, it's a good thing for our parties involved, and and it's just something that. Uh, we we got into a pickle a couple of years ago. We decided to send them down there, and it's been a good thing for us ever since. And, yeah. it, and it's certainly something that uh, – it, it's a tool. It's it's something that it, that we're looking at, especially in agriculture right now. we got to take every dollar we can do right. and try to make it work. Yeah, because that's exactly – I mean, we all know right right now, I mean, you sell a lot of sales. What I mean, what – what, uh, what are feeder cattle going for right now? You know, yesterday I was at Bassett Livestock Auction, and uh, they had a nice run of cattle. They really did, you know, and and, and it kind of depended on kind and quality and everything else, and, and of course, in numbers, you know, and volume. I, I saw this thing. Uh, I saw this thing stronger on Wednesday uh, than I did on uh, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, I sold Western Video Auction at the Haythorn Ranch, mm-hmm. and uh, the Nebraska cattle, especially. I mean, we had some strength, but we got a little help from uh, from uh, the board yesterday that thing was up quite a little stronger and so this thing i think uh, looks a little bit better i think looking long term and out looking ahead you know the the million dollar question is is what ca- what are calves going to bring exactly. well <laughs> you, you know I, I the two million dollar question is is what's corn going to be what's corn yeah, yeah and, that's the boy that is because we all know what corn i think i checked before i came right now new crop corn right here delivered close to where we are is like 346 you know, a person could have sold it a month, month and a half ago, and got four fifty for new crop corn. But not many of us were smart enough to do that. You know, because we all—I don't know about you, but I kind of travel the country and talk to people, and I don't know how the USDA gets their reports. But everybody I talk to back east, I—I I know one farmer in particular. He plants uh, six thousand acres of corn. Well, this year he planted nine hundred acres of corn was out in McCook. Uh, what day were we there, Lauren? Uh, Monday, t- Tuesday? T- I don't know. The Tuesday. week all goes, yeah. And Tuesday was. So, and then we we drove around, and uh, you go south of McCook, the hail, the wind, oh, yeah. the corn, and, and it, the corn Thank is you. later. The beans are later. If we get an early frost, we're going to be – I mean, the bushels aren't going to be there, in my opinion. We'll, just have to, we'll have to wait and see. 
So it, yeah. time will tell. Yeah. Time will tell with everything, and and I do think. Uh, are we going to see levels of 2014, 2015 in the foreseeable future? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But I do think that this thing could move up just a little bit better. But I also think this as cattlemen, and in today's times and changing, we've got to get smarter about how we market these oh, cattle. Exactly. There, there's lots of tools out there. Um, there's lots of different things. We need to be better about how we market our fat cattle, 100%. We need to pull these cattle together. We need to we need to go to these uh, fat cattle buyers, and we need to, instead of independently pricing them as one uh, one person, we need to do it as a group because that's right. the only way that we're going to we're going to get over what we're doing because right now they've got us down by the throat and we're, we're going to have to band together. Um, 100% every cattleman in the country yeah, is going exactly. to have to fight this fight together because that's the only way we're going to take right. back this industry. Yeah, exactly. Because I, I, it might have been a week ago, maybe two weeks ago, I don't know, I was out uh, drilling some cool season grass and I saw something come across. A good friend of mine from California sent me uh, a tweet. And that tweet came from the Weather Channel, and they want everybody to go meatless Monday. And I think I shared that, and all of a sudden, my phone was blowing up in the tractor. And we, got, so, uh, and I think uh, you might have suggested we go seven days meat every day. I, I yeah, I, I'm I, three meals a day. It, it, it's, it's really not a problem in my world, you know. And, 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 and you know, for the amount of vegans that are out there, and if that's if that's what you yeah. choose to do, more power to you. That's I, right. Yeah. But my choice is to eat five times as much meat as you do a day. So you're really not solving the problem. No, no, no. There's the cow, working against yeah, them. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The cows are still going to be they're eating and uh and and uh farting and doing whatever they do so <laughs> absolutely absolutely no I, I i do think that uh that, that that in this industry right now there are some things that uh there, there's darn sure some struggle and and yeah. you're going to look around and and maybe in five years there's going to be a neighbor or two that maybe aren't in the business you know yeah. from well, from age and yeah. uh well, you know that that yeah the age deal i think is you know, in our sector, I mean, like you said, it's hard to get help, but I think we see a lot less, you know, younger people that are mm -hmm. coming back to the ranch and the farms and that. And in, in the young people's defense, we have not given them a reason to come back. No, either. you can't. I mean, well, why come? Go. Why yeah. come? I mean, you come back. Yeah, we talked about taxes and doing a lot. Why come back and work seven days a week? Uh, we all know the hours uh, you know, that need to be put in. That yeah. need to be put in to take care of your operation. Uh, and when they can go somewhere and make 20, 25, 30 bucks an hour, work Monday through Friday, have the weekends off, get benefits, insurance. And you know, they have no, yeah. The, you say that, but the reason a lot of us do come back is because we love what we do. It's the passion. It's it is the heart. passion. I mean, who, who else is going to get up every two or three hours, go check your cows for cabin and doing that, go out there when the snow and the blizzards and, and you're feeding them and taking care of them? And you may be losing a hundred, two hundred bucks a head, but then again, some years you're going to make up for that. It's 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 you have to love what we love what we do. Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't have been doing it since forever. So, and, and you're the same way. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your mom, Sandy. I've had I've had a lot of dealings with her. She is one hard working lady. Well, uh, my mom turned seventy six this spring. Really, and uh, to to describe mom. Um, she they broke the mold after her <laughs> yeah. um you know to say she's a goer is an 
it doesn't even it doesn't yeah, it's an under an underestimate yeah i mean it doesn't even scratch the surface no um well shoot uh I was I was teaching auctioneer school this weekend, and then uh, I was uh, it rained on Monday. I was going to come back and mow on Monday, and she said, "No, don't worry about it." Uh, uh, but she went out Monday afternoon and she mowed. Uh, Seventy six years old, got into the John Deere tractor with a yeah. hydro swing, and away we go. Yeah. Tuesday she calls Tuesday morning, and and as everybody in that country, she got stuck. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a daily occurrence. <laughs> right. We don't even cuss about it anymore. Yeah. So and just uh, expected that. And, just, and, and you're I mean, you're going to get stuck. Oh it's yeah. Way, and and, and every way. day, and I mean, she's going somewhere. She's doing something. Oh, yeah. I mean, as far as calving cows, uh, shoot help. I mean, you yep. can guarantee she's going to be there. And and. Uh, it, it, that says a little bit about that that generation of people oh, and, exactly. and the work right, exactly. ethic and the morals and the values and stuff and and so you just you can't help but not just step back and go yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> we need we need we need that generation is awesome mm-hmm. you know the same generation they as, knew how as to my work folks. and they knew how oh, to save ex- yeah, right. exa- oh exactly right yeah yeah, <laughs> and, yeah that's right. funny I because mom mom comes up with going. And she's got all kinds of stuff in the basement. Do you want this? And and, and man, there's leftovers. She because she cooks so much, but she might be eating the same thing for two or three days. But damn, it's good. Mm-hmm. So, it's still good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So did your? I mean, did your mom? What did she, did she used to be a barrel, a barrel racer back in the day? Back in the day, mom rodeoed, and uh, she went to the University of Nebraska, yep. and she had rodeoed some. And she's always had a passion for horses, which you well know, right. which you had yep. collected some studs. Yeah. Uh, I believe it. It was in 2008 we'd finally had a dispersion, and and the horse market was depressed. Oh, very and, much so. Yeah. And uh, for obvious reasons yeah. and stuff like that. And so we just decided to sell down and make it manageable. And mom's got three or four mares. She's mom, uh, my daughter, who's a, a freshman at Shadron State right okay. now. Yeah. And she rodeoed and qualified for national high school finals and barrels. And, and, and so uh, for the last six years, her and mom have taken off and gone to every rodeo. And mm-hmm. I, I'm I told I told Lexi here the other day. I said your grandmother's driving me nuts because she doesn't have <laughs> nothing to do or rodeo to go to, and and so. But mom's got a few mares. I mean, yeah. and, and she's got some high end mares. There's some Frenchman's oh, yeah. guy. There's yeah. some Frenchman guy daughters. There's some Dash to Fames, Judge Cash's, Streak yeah. of Flings. I mean, she's so kind she of, she was a barrel racer, yeah. and, that, and that's what your daughter yeah. does. Your daughter do that now too? Yep, awesome. Yep, yep. And so mom's got a still got a pretty good collection of mares. I mean, uh, yeah. we don't have a lot, but what she's got's the good stuff. And so yeah, uh, and she she does. She loves it. I mean, well, that's awesome. That's, that's, that's awesome. So her so her and, and your daughter kind of travel that circuit. And well. Uh, my daughter would like to travel more alone more. than than with It's kind of that age, it is, you know. It, cut, age. it cuts in the party, and there's a little, there's a little separation. You know? <laughs> so nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah it's, keep it's, it too close of an eye on. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I remember the days when the folks would go to Denver with and stuff, and you know what? Uh, nothing against them coming along, but uh, damn, we had fun when we went by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always find a little way to sneak away. Yeah, you know. exactly. So I, I've noticed, and I haven't seen any lately. But are are you rebuilding or remodeling a house I, out uh, there? I t- actually t- built a brand new house here in uh, in what was it? Seventeen. It was kind of when they finally got it. It's never completely finished. It's yeah. still not completely. <laughs> still are you doing? A lot, are you doing a lot of that yourself? No, or? actually, I hired a contractor out of Burwell, uh-huh. and he did he did a great job, but. Uh, he he did every time I'd show up 
uh, he'd just shake his head. But they did a great <laughs> job. Because <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen the pictures, and they're, they're just yeah, amazing. Listen, like, it, it, really. and honestly, it's it's a square box, and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it sincerely is. If you would see the house on the outside, yeah. you'd go, that's on the inside of that. Yeah. But it's a square box, and, and uh, I've got a good friend of mine in Louisiana, and, and we talk about the cattle business, and, this is, yeah. and, and it was ironic that, that we ended up being friends on Facebook, and then yeah. I found out he was in the reclaimed wood business. Oh, there you go. And, so that's where you got your and, wood and, was he... and so we ended up trading some embryos and some semen there you go. and some some other stuff right. and, and I got all this stuff at cost and, <laughs> and so anyway uh, he he shipped all this stuff up but if you find it on Facebook La Olden L A O L D E N uh-huh. and he's got some amazing stuff in there and uh and you can get it you can get it brought right up here so does he still maybe we got some old semen or we can barter a little yeah, bit yeah maybe we can work a deal he's <laughs> a remodel I, I'm not done with him yet, but no, that's uh, that's where a lot of the ideas come from, and it, and it took years of screenshotting and just coming up with different ideas and different things, and uh-huh. and, and to make it something unique that's something that's completely different. But yeah, uh, I, I got to thank Dustin for a lot of yeah. that because uh, it, he kind of put he kind of gave me the tools, and then I put the rest in motion. Mm-hmm. But it was it it really turned out neat, and I I sure do love it. Yeah, I know. I mean, we we can get into this if if you want to, and or, or we can bypass it if you want to. But uh, what are your thoughts on this whole? I mean, I'm a little bit triggered these days about the fake meat, the Impossible Burger, the whole Burger King commercials. You have any? You want to get into that at all, yeah, or you want to pass? Yeah, I, I have no problem. I have no problems with getting into that. And you know, I, I, the reason I can get into it and and still be politically correct is because I raise the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. And and so that gives me an opinion. Um, I, I think this. I I think there, there's two sides of me. The veggie burger has been out there forever. Yeah, right. And yeah. and the true vegans are not going to go with a blend or a mix. Right. Um. I, I think this, I think there's a little bit of this. It's a fad. Uh, I think it's the newest, hottest thing. Right. Uh, it, we see this in the cattle business, right. and especially in your industry, in the semen industry. Yep. The newest, hottest thing, everybody's yeah. going to jump aboard. Yep. Yeah. It, so I think there's a little bit of that. I do think that there's a buzz. But on a serious side, in the milk industry, which is slightly different than the beef industry, in 2019, mm-hmm. the milk industry will have 22 percent of their industry taken by an alternative milk source seriously seriously now that's that's so that's i mean that's why all the dairy farmers i mean you see them all the time friends on facebook okay we're having a dispersal we're having a dispersal you can't make any money. I mean, what are you going to do? That's exactly why the small dairy farmer does the small, exist. the small yeah. one. Exactly right. It's, they it's don't. not. It's not the big ones that are going to go out of business. No. It's the small ones. So, which is sad. Yeah, and now I challenge. I challenge you to stand back and take a look and ask yourself, as a beef producer, as a beef producer, who are you going to be? Are you going to be yeah. the twenty-two percent? It, it it is becoming real. Oh yeah. And I know a lot of people don't want to say too much, and they don't really they don't want to take the time to get involved. But the, it, you know, there's all kinds of things on social media. I mean, right now, social media <laughs> is the biggest educator in the world. It is the biggest driving yep. force. And it, it, if you do see something that you know you're for or against, I mean, darn sure voice your opinion oh, yeah. because that's the only way that we're ever going to get the voice sent. 
and get it out there uh, and 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 get get this thing so to get the ball rolling. Well, right, exactly, because that's because we dang sure know that the opposition is. Mm-hmm. They're all over it. I mean, they're. I mean, farmers and ranchers to me, people. I mean, we're pretty tech savvy and we're pretty smart, but we need to band together because we're actually out there working. Some of these other guys are just thinking around of stuff to do to try to knock us down. We, <laughs> I agree, we need to band together. But but then again, we're kind of the hardest group to band together. Absolutely, yeah. because we're the people that work the hardest, and and we are so you know everybody is everybody has more than enough to do right. without yeah. without adding something else. You know, and that's something that's something that we just kind of have to stop and think about. Is this? It may not do a lot for us today. It's but, but down tomorrow. the road, yeah. and, and 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 you know, I was talking to a friend here the other day, and I was brainstorming, and I my mind was rolling as he was talking, and I and I said, hey, what what about this? And I, and I'd 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 put in a couple calls, and I, and I haven't got any phone calls back, but I you know, and I and this is a good place to do this, but as a state of Nebraska, and you brought this up, what a beef cow does to this state. Oh, whether we choose to admit it or not, the amount of property tax dollars, yep. the amount of revenue that comes back to this state because of a cow. Now in that industry and we talked about losing people, what if what if we went to the state of Nebraska and we get a law passed or try to pass a law that we put say a hundred or hundred and fifty percent increase or percent tax on an alternative meat source or you fake go. meat. Yep. Not saying that you can't eat it. Right. We're just saying and and then maybe take those tax dollars and say, hey, push this towards our ta- property tax exactly that is deemed yeah. grazing ground right yeah yeah because yeah. what i mean yeah i mean property tax i mean we can <laughs> we can do a whole episode on that but yeah granted i mean i don't know how much ground you own but you know we have uh quite a bit and it's, it's crazy you pay for it and then you get taxed every you know yeah, it just i mean it baffles me it just i mean because seriously just two weeks ago mom got done writing the checks i'm like Whew. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there yeah. goes there goes. Yeah. And so and and then and then I don't know this this kind of getting not kind of jumping out of the pen. But then we can just drive across the river over here, uh, not too far from where we're sitting, and look at all the Nebraska license plates over there. Uh, yeah, but, go for it. But uh, I don't go, know. Go <laughs> I could get pretty triggered on that. <laughs> it, it cost me a potload of steers a year. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, and so you put that in the back of your head that the first potload of steers, they go they, they go just, to property tax. Yeah, and property you just hope that they cover it, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then and then and then they go up every year. Yeah. Whether where their cattle price goes up or down, you can pretty much guarantee. Death death and taxes are pretty yeah. Two you know <laughs> two guarantees in yeah. life. What? Yeah. So at least the second one's in one uh, is in this state for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. uh let's I mean, you're a world champion auctioneer. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Yep. Tell yep. tell us a little bit about that. Um in and and I'll tell the story like this. I, I after coming out of the eighties, uh, and all of us, and and we talk about the times today. That would probably be the nearest time that was probably the scariest. For oh, agriculture exactly. That's was, that's was the eighties. Yeah. That's why we started what we're doing <laughs> and, because Dad. I mean, we we farmed a lot, and it's it's a whole long story. But yeah. he wanted to keep the family together, and that's why we started to diversify and do this because it was the eighties. Well, yeah, and, and the 80s were tough. He yep. lost a lot of ground that we rented to farm and stuff, and yep. so you know, 
had to start looking for some different alternatives, yeah. no. you know, things to do. And, and I, we were I, fortunate I, that I'm, I'm a neighbor afraid approached that us. The economy's looking kind of like that right now. It, for a it, lot it, of. It, we're, we're staring straight down the gun barrel of, yeah. uh, of an identical situation. Yeah. But, you, you know, as a, as a young kid growing up into the 80s, I mean, I saw a lot. We did a lot of things. I, 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 can, I can tell you stories as a kid doing that. Uh, it, it wasn't good, you know. Right. It, it just it, you did anything you could do, and you did them as a family just to yeah. try to make a living. And you you didn't worry about do do I get paid for this too? Right. No, you don't. You didn't ever no, ask that. No, but, no. Right. Oh, heaven. oh hell no. <laughs> you, no, Goodness. no. You didn't. No. <laughs> you were part of the team. You, you got yeah. you got you got to eat. Yeah. You got to sleep, and you got to get yeah. up, and you got to work. I, yeah, I remember back back oh, in yeah. those days. My mom was she was a nurse. Uh, worked nurse thirty five years, never missed a day, was never sick. Get up. Yeah. Uh, go early, come back late, and when we were farming, uh, I can remember her running the tractor and disc midnight to three. Mm-hmm. You know, and just because, just and then and truck or yeah. But whatever. now, now <laughs> nothing, nothing against my nothing against my kids, but dad, can I have some money? Can I do this? You know. <laughs> so if you're listening, yeah, yeah get the yeah. message there, kids. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, growing up at that time period, and then uh, going into the '90s, and then graduating high school, yep. and. I went to college. Uh, I went to Eastern Wyoming College. I went on a rodeo scholarship, and what I, what what did you do? I mean, I was a steer wrestler. I roped calves. I team roped. I was a steer yeah. wrestler, cool. And uh, enjoyed it. Had uh, entirely too much fun, but <laughs> all around ranch hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It well, and then after I was out there, college was boring to me, and and I got. Yeah. I, I ended up getting a job and it was a part-time job and I was working for a construction company for the railroad and uh, and that was where I was making my money and and, oh, and he told me absolutely. he said you can come and go whenever you want to he says you really? just if you work like you do and you keep you just keep showing up I'll pay you I think at the time I was getting fourteen dollars an hour and that wow. was that was, that was, that was early mid nineties yeah. you yeah. know. Wow. And, and so it was pretty good, but I, I went home that summer and I'd actually in that, in that second semester of my freshman year, I'd had it set up where my last class was at noon. I drove home from Torrington and then I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all spring so we could have cows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I knew it wasn't for me. And so I was looking at other alternatives and, and things I could do. And I always messed with being an auctioneer when I was little. Yeah. And in fact, uh, we talked about mom and horse sales way, way back. Mm-hmm. And and this is this had actually been after I had won it. And this old man walked up to me and he says, "You know, he says you don't remember me, but he says I used to go to those horse sales." And he says you were he, and the horse sale always fell on my birthday for some reason. <laughs> and 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 he gave Just me a twenty dollar bill. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't remember the guy's name or whatever, but he told me he gave me a twenty dollar bill at that time. It was very important to me at the time. Oh, right. Right. Something, that was something pretty neat. <laughs> Damn right. But uh, it, but anyway, he said uh, I. Asked ask you i said young man he said what are you going to be when you grow up and he said you looked right at me and you said i'm going to be an auctioneer and 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 and, and, and i didn't have any clue then but when i was a little kid you know and i had all my farm sets and and i had my cows i mean i i'd play auctioneer i'd build a sale barn and we'd sell cows there you go and 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 of course you know we talked about hard times i mean mom always had nurse cows around we always had cows to milk around we always had nurse cows we always had barn calves and we got this big, long, shotgun-style barn, and there's there's all pins on this side. Well, there's a one main part, and we'd run a calf in there, and we'd sell it, then we'd pin it, and then we'd run another one in there, and then we'd do it in reverse, and then we'd sell them again. And I'd spend all afternoon doing that. You could either find me doing the two things. I was either selling the barn calves, or I was down in the creek trying to fish. Yeah. There you go. And that was it. Yeah, you weren't... Uh, 
you weren't playing video games on the phone or doing all that stuff that you no. yeah no <laughs> I, I i think i think i was like 15 or 16 i finally got a nintendo yeah. and it, by then it, the buzz was off yeah, yeah. 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 fortunately exactly. we didn't have yeah. all that back then yeah but uh, no i uh, I, I attended Worldwide College of Auctioneering in Mason City, Iowa. Okay. And, uh, and, and to speed up a little bit, now uh, I am an instructor at Worldwide, which mm. is really kind of gratifying. Yeah, yeah. But I went through, it took me 13 years from the time I, uh, I went through auction school till I won the world title. Uh, I won it in Worthing, or, uh, uh, Worthing uh South Dakota, basically at Sioux Falls, yeah. at the stockyards there, mm-hmm. which was kind of, to me, it meant something because it was close to home, uh, yeah. a lot of people right. that I knew. And in really, um, you know, the idea of winning a world title is very, very neat, but it doesn't replace the people I've met and the friendships yeah. that I have. Oh, right. I get daily phone calls from people that I met because of that world title. Yeah. Um, you know, I happen to have a day. I, I, I happen to have a really, really good day. The judges were all lined up. The planets were lined up. Um, up until this year, the, the the reigning world champion, Russell Sleep, he drew the number one hole uh, this year, which if, to, to understand auction contests, to draw the number one yeah. hole is uh-huh. the kiss of death. Oh, really? Okay. And... and, and Myself and one other guy, I was a 45th world champion, and there had been one other guy that's won out of the one, number one hole. So it's a, it's a really hard so, hole So to the win. year you won, you were, you were the number one person? Yes, I was the number one hole. But and, when I left home, mom goes, what, what hole do you think you're going to draw? I said, I'm going to draw number one because I've never drawn it before, but I said, they aren't going to beat me. I said, I just have it in my mind. I'm yeah. going to win this. And, and, and those contests are more yeah. mental than anything from, uh, true. from yeah. how you yeah. – handle it i mean uh your confidence of walking in and i'm sitting down there and i'm gonna win this and you're yeah. gonna get second and, and you're gonna like it you there know? you go and that was that was the mentality <laughs> so because... we need we need that mentality in lincoln right now on the football team oh <laughs> the only thing that holds you back is six inches and that's, that's the six the, inches between, between your, your ears, ears. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. there is yeah. not one thing well, in the right. world that a human being cannot do that's if right. they tell themselves they can do it yeah. right. so how many right. how many how many contestants did you go up against um that year they changed the format before it used to be uh it used to be judged by a videotape and so you would submit a videotape to the livestock marketing association Mm -hmm. and they would get 35 or 40 and in that year they had changed it and they did regional competitions which uh they split up the united states in into four regions which is which is really a neat concept of how they're doing it because what they're doing now is is they're giving everybody an opportunity to compete in a contest it's a lot lower key but it kind of preps you for the next yeah. one, the big dance. And so uh, they're th- all throughout the United States. So if you are an auctioneer, you are wanting to enter one of those contests. You do need to be sponsored by a, a livestock market to enter one of those contests. Okay. But oh, it's a great opportunity, especially as an, a young auctioneer. There's also the Greater Midwest and the International Contest, too. Mm-hmm. But I believe when I the year I won it, I think there was 80 contestants. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so You have to pay entry fee for all that stuff? Yep, yeah, yeah, you do. And I couldn't even tell you what it is now. So right, what, right. I mean... When you, obviously you get the title, did you mm-hmm. gain oh, cash? Uh, I got five thousand oh, dollars cash. Uh, Better belt twenty dollar bill. Uh, ring. Uh, yeah. I got the use of a pickup 
for oh, a year. Sweet. Really? Nice. Well, and, and the Livestock Marketing Association gives us pickup out, and I kind of chuckle about it now because it's far enough back now that yeah, uh, yeah. Mark Mackey, the CEO, won't snarl at me when I say this. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> when I use this, this pickup, I mean, they gave me the use of a pickup for a year. Now, if you give a rancher a use uh, yeah. of a pickup <laughs> for a year. <laughs> Did they know your mom was going to drive it out in the field and get stuck? She's not as bad as I am. Okay. <laughs> but, they didn't specify how it had to come back? Well, <laughs> I did. I did do some uh, some uh, body work. Yeah. To it before I yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. It's funny how those you drive out in the pasture yeah. and the dad damn bull will come up and rub against your pickup. Yeah. 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 yeah maybe so a little good. coyote. Been chicks. there, done. It, yeah, yeah. We got coyote. Coyotes. <laughs> I, I got Kevin pictures in that. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I returned it and it had sixty some thousand miles yeah. on it, and it was on a lease. Oh. <laughs> I think you exceeded. They the asked miles. me if I want. They asked me if I wanted to buy it. I said, "No, nah, really." <laughs> I know what I did in it. Nah, you can have it back. That was probably the best part about all the things that I got yeah. from winning that. Yeah. You know, we, but the bad part is, it's, it was red number one, and it, and it had it it had advertising all over yeah. it, and, and yeah. it logos all over. It looked like the pace car for NASCAR. Right. I got pulled over all the time. I swore I. I'd never go into Iowa, period. Oh, I mean, man. Not, nothing against Iowa. Man, oh, pulling the pickup a trailer Iowa. in Iowa. Yeah, everything. <laughs> and it had yeah. Missouri license plates to boot. So oh, I'm so yeah. Oh, okay. my goodness. Oh, yeah. You, <laughs> you were screwed from you were, the start. You had yeah. a bullseye on you all over <laughs> the place. Maybe, just to backtrack a little bit there, Matt, you, you know, we talked about trying to get, you know, the cattle producers maybe to kind of band together somehow or whatever, um, you know, to help sell, you know, our product. I, I mean... I guess it always seems, you know, uh, being able to have the farmer or the rancher, you know, their minds are so independent minded. It's tough to get them, you know, to kind of join forces together. I remember, you know, way back, like we talked about in the 80s, you know, you had the farm uh, tractor parades going to Washington and stuff to pull together. And that was always tough. It was amazing. You could see you could actually get that many farmers, you know, to work together. But um I don't know if you kind of had maybe some ideas on how a person kind of funnel down that road and kind of get producers to kind of maybe work together. I mean, since they're so independent all the time, you know, there's there's different things going on right now. I've in the last week especially, I've had numerous phone calls. What do we do? How do we yeah, get this together? Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think probably in the next thirty, forty five, sixty days, I think you're going to see some groups of people banding together that are not necessarily organizations, cattlemen's organizations, yeah. but are independent people and saying, you know what, we're putting down our ideals, we're putting down our thoughts, we're putting down this group. We're we're, we're not we're not gonna we're not talking about groups of people. We're talking about people's livelihoods. And I and I think we're gonna start seeing some of this start to happen, but it has to happen yeah. It has to happen as a group of people, yeah. not as an independent, you know, and, and there's so many things going on right now with, you know, there's this group said this and this group said this. I mean, we can we can see that on Fox and CNN if we yeah. want to do that. We don't need to be doing that in between ourselves. And, right. and, and you know, the one thing about it is, is we've got to understand what the truth is. Yeah. We 100% got to understand the truth. And I mean, here... Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had posted something that got a lot of traction, and and why why are the prices of, why is the price of box beef very similar to what it was in 2014? Yet our fat cattle are fifty five dollars a hundred cheaper. Now I understand about the fire, but 
it kind of sticks in my craw a little bit that we have a fire and we lose a plant that kills 30,000 head of cattle, yet the following yeah. kill the next week is 9,000 head higher yeah. than what it was before the fire. And, and so... Uh, yeah, so you can't really tell us you know, that fire really affected a whole lot, I mean, other than an excuse to do something. My opinion, my opinion is this. Uh, we need legislation. Uh, one thing that the current legislation, they got rid of some of the, the GIPSA rules or the PNS Packers and Stockyards Administration. They got some of those laws that were in place since 1921, and it has not been user friendly. Now, on the same hand, when I when I speak about the four large major Packers, they are doing what the law allows. Yeah, yeah, they are doing what the law allows, and 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 the truth is, is we've got to change yeah. that. That is where this change has got to take place. Because I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but when that fire happened, didn't what did box beef prices do? The week after that, skyrocketed. Skyrocketed, and what did live cattle do? Just went down. They went down. Yeah, I mean, that makes a hell of a lot of sense. It it? It, 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 it's, <laughs> it it leaves you sitting there it's, shaking it's, it your hand. But, I mean, but like I said, there's there's some laws that have to go in place, yeah. and I and and sincerely, that's that's what it is to protect the U.S. cattlemen. And 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 if we don't if we don't figure out how to implement some of these laws or something, we're going to be look around at the the hog industry, the chicken industry. We're right. going to be working for somebody else, and and there's yeah. no pride there. There's no heart. There's no feeling in doing that. It's a, just a job. Yeah. 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 Then it becomes, yeah. Then, it, then the passion goes away. It's, it's just a job. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Yep. Right, exactly. All right. Good. No, I, you know, like I said, I, I don't know. I don't a hundred percent know what the right thing to do right, is. Yeah. You know, we're all, we're all, we're all in this together. Nobody knows what to do. Everybody's hurting. There isn't, I haven't talked to anybody in the last year that is profitable in this cattle business right now, or, or, or even, even remotely, even breaking even. Right. Especially from the cow calf yeah, standpoint. And, and in our industry, and, I mean, we're, we're a customer. I mean, and we have to kind of understand that because I'll just lay it out. We're carrying a lot of people right now mm -hmm. that are yeah. good customers, but we know, I mean, it's just so. Well, we're all, I, I, we all I, I, know that everybody's in the same boat. And yep, so I mean, keep lines of, of communication. One of open. my best friends is is my banker, and, and I go, I see, I see what you deal with, and he goes, Yeah, it's, it's so. But hey, it is what it is. We're all we're all in it together, and we'll get through it. Mm -hmm. uh, some of us, I mean, we'll just get a little tougher, and we'll get a little smarter. But it'll be, we'll be all right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, just no other way to think about it because it's happened before, it'll happen again, but. Uh, yeah, it's always we're, a roller coaster. We're a pretty strong group. The one Very beautiful good. part about this group of people that you deal with and I deal with is we have faced more adversity here oh. than any group of people oh. could ever dream of. And if yeah. we date back and we look at the floods from March and we look at the loss and the death loss. Oh, horrible. And the things that, that were taken away from people, the devastation that has happened, the loss of dollars, mm. yet it never finds its way, it never finds its way onto media. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, they it's all forgotten no, it's, it's, deal it's, now, it, you know, yeah, months after and, you know, and, what, and, you what know, happened. And uh, not to get real political, but I, I truly believe we're probably the only segment that where we could put these tariffs on China. And I'll just, I, I happen to agree with it because I'm damn tired of these other foreign countries taking advantage of us. And we're going to bite the bullet a little bit, and then uh, hopefully in the long term, and I believe in the long term it's going to help us, 
but we can't walk away with it. We're into it this far right now. We got to stick, in my opinion, we need to stick to it and make these other countries. We need to quit supporting them. They need, I mean, we're the best country in the world, face it. I mean, uh, we we need to quit bowing down to these other countries and stand up for ourselves. So well, it's taking ownership in anything. I mean, yeah. and, and and no matter whether you're in the cattle business or you're running a country, whatever, you got to take ownership in what you're doing, right. and and it's for the love. It's for the love of the country. It's for the best of the country. I realize that right now we probably see more of a split in this country than we've ever seen before. Yeah. But uh, and that's and in my case, that's media driven. Mm-hmm. We've all done stories or had people come do stories on us. Not all of us, but but then again, you see it reported in in, in a paper or on TV, and, and you know that's not what I that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. So, but boom, there it is. So there it, it is. Yeah. So, hey, you know what, Matt? What, what we're going to do while we got you in here, uh, if you don't mind, uh, since you teach auction school now, yeah, yeah uh, we're going to have a little uh, teaching lesson here. We got a special guest in here, Pat Safford, owner, CEO, Thanks. IT, janitor, everything, everything of Parkville Media. And uh, Matt's going to give him a quick uh, auctioneering lesson. Um, uh, what do you want to auction off? Let's auction off this bottle of wine. All right. Okay, we we will we we're gonna we're gonna train on Pat first, and then okay. and then we'll we can do a comparison afterwards. But now I got to tell you, my dad goes to auctions all the time, so, and I've I've I grew up going to auctions. Um, I went to some not livestock, but I've, I went to some I think like chicken and stuff like that. I don't know if that's considered livestock or not, but mostly like <laughs> and, I don't know. I'm I'm learning. Um, but like uh, antiques and stuff oh, like yeah. that, farm equipment stuff. I've been to those oh, auctions. Be good. You, you know, the thing about being an auctioneer is it doesn't matter what you sell; you're yeah. still selling things. It, it it doesn't make any difference. Wow, and okay. so the neat part the neat part about what we teach and in uh, and a lot of the curriculum kind of is is this all based off of worldwide college auctioneering and then also of as Matt sees it. Okay. But one thing, <laughs> Pat, what we're gonna do, what we're gonna do here. That's funny. Is myself, Les, and Lauren, I want you to visualize, and I'm a big visualization guy. Okay. I want you to envision that these are our buyers, okay? Okay. And so what I want you to do, and we're going to do this in a series, and we're going to step it up. So this is $1, $2, $3. And you just repeat that. $1, $2, $3. $1, $2, Okay, do it again. $1, $2, $3. Now I want you to think about there's a sign. We're holding a sign in between each one of us that says now. $1, now, $2, now, $2, now, $3. Wow. I like the visualization. $1, now, $2, now, $3. Now, 4 Now, 4 Yeah. $1, now, $2, now, $3. One dollar now, two dollar now, three dollar. Okay, and this time we're gonna put a hum behind it. That ah uh, ah okay. uh, one dollar now, two dollar now, three dollar. It's getting big, big time, <laughs> big time. Uh, uh, an um, a hum, a hum, a hum. Okay. Uh, um, one dollar now, two dollar now, three dollar. There it is. I got it. <laughs> there you go. It is yes. that easy, my really? friend. Yes. See the biggest thing That's that every, crazy. everything the, the biggest thing the biggest thing that everybody misunderstands about an auctioneer mm-hmm. is what we say what we say you know he's he's putting all of this in there and it's all so difficult and I can't understand him and most of the time it's made up of dollar here where there and now 
So if I was to speed that up, one dollar down, two down, two dollar down, three down, three dollar down, four down, four dollar down, here down, five dollar down, here down, six dollar down, seven dollar down, here down, eight dollar down, here down, nine. It's eight dollar down here now. Nine eight dollar down here down nine eight dollar down here down nine now one dollar now two now two dollar down three. That's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. It's kind of like you that like David Blaine, like the magician, just told me like how he made them that person disappear. Like it was it's. It's pretty cool to see that behind the kind of behind the scenes. What the, you do. The worst part about this, Pat, is this is going to be for the next thirty or forty-five days. Uh-huh. It's going to be like that song that's stuck in your head. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. <laughs> now, now let's add, let's add a ringman in. Oh, we could. Oh, I'll be a ringman. I love ringman. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So what's a ringman? You'll see. He's okay. a bit spotter. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Just be prepared. Okay, I'm prepared. So. Oh, oh, do I start it? Oh, I thought uh, I don't know if the ring man starts it. Like no, if you're buying, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. uh, one dollar uh, now, two. Oh, uh, one dollar now, two dollar now. Yeah. Three. Now four. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that part? Of you say that ever on stage? It, it oh, has that, happened. That, <laughs> oh, okay. So now it's a. Three dollar now four. four. Oh, so I'm going up in dollar. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three dollar now four dollar now five. Now uh, six. six. Just ignore him and just go. <laughs> <laughs> so when he when he says yep, then I just go up. That means somebody I, bid. That somebody means yep. you bid, yep. right? Yep. So that means the the bottom the 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 bottom dollar yep. or whatever. Yep. What it goes you up have, by one. Yeah, what you have okay. and what you're asking for. Got yep. it. I have three dollars. I'm asking for four. Three dollar now. Four now. Four dollar yeah. down five. And you say yeah. Now then six I go to four. Then I go yeah. four dollar now. Five dollar. Five dollar yeah, now. Six. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Let's yeah. get let's get higher though. Let's go twenty thousand, twenty one thousand. Oh jeez, yeah. enough of this dollars. Okay. Yeah. See the dollar the dollar <laughs> yeah, and now doesn't the dollar store. The dollar and now doesn't ever change. The the but the part that changes is the increments. That's the that's yeah. the thing about it is so it's it's never twenty thousand now thirty thousand now forty thousand yeah now, thirty thousand now forty thousand <laughs> that's tough. That's you can't tough. Stay on track. Yeah, no, you got to be really like on your feet, thinking and knowing like two or three steps ahead. When you get done with a big sale, mentally you're cooked. I you're, can't you're, imagine. You're done. You you are fried. I mean, it, it, you're kind of you're just kind of like Jello. It's yeah. just bleh. yeah. Right, right. And then you got to do it the next day. Yeah, and then you love it. You're, yeah. you're yeah. ready to go. You're ready to go. Well, that's awesome. awesome. Thanks for teaching me that. That's yeah. cool. Hey, I, yeah. I, I, uh, what kind of truck you want, Pat? <laughs> we'll look online okay yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what we, we got a friend that does facebook uh market uh verzel we'll get him to go on facebook uh market verse can find anything yeah there you go <laughs> yeah he can for like half the price right find anything. <laughs> All right. well thanks everybody for listening to this episode of the bullpen and uh for more information go to our websites vogler seaman center or nebraska bowl service thanks again a Parkville Media Production.